Hey folks, welcome to Close the Deal, a podcast designed for you, our valued dealers. I'm Jake Watson, your moderator, SVP of marketing. We've also got Rich and Nish here with us today. Fellas. Hello, I am Richard Texera, Senior Vice President of Sales. Hey guys, Nish here, EVP Revenue. Thank you, fellas. Today, we're talking about something super fun. It's near and dear to my heart. This is the Great Canadian Dealer Showdown. This is the third term that we're running this bad boy, and it is back and better than ever. So let's just jump into it. This term, there's a few changes that I'll get into, fellas. We're doing $15,000 for the grand prize. So it's a four-month term. Fifteen thousand, Richie. That's a lot. That's a lot. Fifteen G's. Fifteen G's. I mean, I could work with fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the total that's on the line is actually thirty-one thousand dollars in total. The grand prize wow. is fifteen. Yeah, but it's a four-month term. So here's how it works: four-month term. Whoever has the most number of ballots at the end of the term wins the fifteen thousand dollars. And the way that you earn ballots is for every approved deals that's submitted, you get a ballot up to 10,000. So if it's under 10,000, you get one ballot. If it's over 10,000, you get two. If it's over 20,000, you get three and so on and so forth. So that is an enhancement that's to an enhancement. our last two versions. That, I love that. That's Absolutely. right. So every $10,000 increment unlocks an additional ballot. And on top increase of that- Increase your average ticket. Increase your average ticket. That's, that's right. It. That's right. And on top of that, if it's a regular financing deal, you get four times the ballots, okay? So if you did 11,000, for example, that's two ballots. And if it's, reg four. if it's regular financing, then it's eight ballots. Yeah, it's two times four, eight ballots. And the rate buy-down, I believe, is also included in this 4X the ballots. That's right. So if you're doing a rate buy-down, that's kind of considered regular financing. So you're going to get four times the ballots as well. So that's how you earn ballots. The $15,000 prize at the end of the four-month term, like I said, it goes to the person with the most number of ballots, cumulative. Okay. Then we also have monthly prizes. So we have a $3,000 monthly prize, and it's the same idea. It's earning ballots throughout that month. So every month, if you are the top ballot earner, you will win the $3,000 monthly prize. And then on top of that, there's a $1,000 monthly random. So if you you know jump in halfway through the month, you're still eligible for the 1000 bucks. So, so you were saying everybody has a chance to win Everybody has, has a, chance a chance to win. It's and like the lottery. That's right. That's right. And like if you get... If as you're long get, as you play. As, as long, long as you play. That's right. You can't win what you don't put in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think what's great about how this is structured though, because you know sometimes with incentives or, or things like this, they tend to weigh or skew themselves towards top performers, things like that, right? Yeah. And, and for anyone who listening who's been part of sales competitions, you know, there's always that one person who takes them down every single week or month or whatever your company's putting out. And it can sometimes actually have the opposite effect. It can be a little demoralizing. If you always know Jimmy or Sal consistently take down the top prize. Because you never have a chance. Because you never have a chance. Right. No matter if your numbers and your results are good. The way we've structured this with, you know, the number one uh, prize going to the overall top ballots, and we'll get into how I think that's um, fair, and it's a, especially with the four times, the four X, taking into account the size and the volume of, of that application. 
But to have runner-up incentives in the sense that it's a random draw really does give it the very real sense that this is going to be something that everyone, as long as you play, as long as you get in there, is going to be eligible to win mm-hmm. or have a chance to win. Yeah. And that's, that's what makes big. incentive like these fantastic. It, it's really well thought in that sense to, to be able to do that. You know, whether you're taking advantage of certain products, whether you send less volume over from an application standpoint, but you're, you're working on a higher ticket item. Um, that really balances that, which is really awesome for everyone listening. I think, I think even with, uh, you know, one point I do want to make is I think we're hearing out there there's less and less leads, right? So this at least gives you a chance because you you got to increase your average ticket in order to keep your income going, right? Yeah. This gives you that additional incentive, right, to get the 4X ballots or whatever it is based on the dollar amount and qualify for that 15000 or the monthly prize or worst case scenarios, which I still think is pretty decent, is a $1,000 prize. Totally. Hell yeah. And I mean, like, listen, if Sally and Jimmy are winning everything, maybe they're leading with some sort of like buy down product, you know, um, or, or whatever it is. If you're leading with a regular financing offer, you get four times the ballots, you know, so like you may not be bringing in as much revenue for your company necessarily, you know, but if you're leading with regular financing or a rate to buy down product, you're getting four X the ballots. That's right. Yeah. So Everybody out there should be leading with regular financing. Keep that other stuff in your back pocket to close the deal if you need it. But rock and roll with the rate buy down or the the regular financing. I love how you plugged in close the deal. (laughs) (laughs) I think the other piece was something like this for for those listening. and, And we'll talk a little bit more about it is how do you make an incentive like this work for you? Right. Or a benefit like this. There's the human principle of. Incentives drive behaviors. Behaviors are driven by incentives. And so the thought with incentives like this is for reps, it allows now financing to become top of mind. And the behavior we're hoping is that you look at it more, leverage it more so that you can. And, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier, Nish, with things potentially slowing down right. out there in the market. It now puts a greater uh, effort or focus on reps or salespeople in general, not just ones using financing, but now this is where sales skills really come in in terms of talking to customers, really defining the features of products, because there's still money going to be spent out there. What the difference is going to be now it's, it's is sales reps and organizations who can really work with dealers and understand uh, their consumers' needs. So a perfect example, I think you said, Nish, is you know, even rate buy downs mm-hmm. being 4X, like that's huge. We've never done that before. And now what that really helps with sales reps do is introduce now a rate buy down as part of your sales process right. to help close. And think right. about, you know, buying down that rate for a couple of years and letting customers know, hey, for the first couple of years or however long you decide to do that rate buy down, we're going to make payments easier for you. Right. And so that is huge. So the big thing for everyone listening with incentives like this is you now have to make a plan. You have to create an action item on how it is you do that. Uh, We joke about the proverbial Jimmy and Sal. What I take from this is, hey, if you have individuals in your office who uh, or in your organization or what on your team who are proven in terms of one, their ability to use financing or just sales in general. This is a great opportunity to pull up a chair, listen to them. Best way you're going to learn and get better is by watching what some of the better individuals do in your team. 
and you'll be surprised how simple they make it. And sometimes it's just tweaking your presentation. Sometimes is, you know, I hear this a lot with financing, you know, from reps, they'll be like, well, you know, I gave them the final price was $30,000, but then really quickly, I told them I have monthly options. You know, the challenge with that, I said this to a rep once was I stopped listening after you said 30,000. Right. <laughs> right. That's all I heard. And the and, price is the last thing you talk about, right? Exactly. But, you, well, but you position give, the monthly payment first. Talk about that. Exactly. And then you talk about the, yeah, you know, you the overall price if they want to pay it. Yeah. Right? Whether they're ready to pay for it or sure. not, they have that number in their mind. You're still going to get that inherent. Hmm? And so when you listen to really it just happened to me, Rich, last <laughs> week. What happened? Where? You know, I'm looking to do that right now. I, yeah. I got given a price and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. But there was no talk of monthly payments. I got to talk to my contract. <laughs> but now if you talk to a seasoned rep in these things, and by the way, it can be financing. It can be how to, how do you portray value propositions, leverage other things, whatever it may be, but sit down, watch them, listen to them, ask to go on a sales call with them. Little things like that make a big difference. It's, it's the same, you know, it, you know, the old adage is, listen, a quarter of an inch is the difference between ground out the third base and a home run on your baseball bat. Wow, that's a new one, Rich. <laughs> is it because the Blue Jays made the blast? It, it might be. be. I'm, I'm honoring the team here. But it's that. But think of that same quarter inch in your sales presentation. Right. You know, just saying the price, but then saying, but we offer monthly payments is enough to all of a sudden just in your consumers or your customers mind, just go, whoa, that was way more than I thought. Yeah. Or hold on a second. Like I now have to swallow 30,000. Things start becoming real when that happens. 100%. And the ability to, to just actually provide the monthly payment first. They listen, and anyone can do the math. They talk about it. Yeah. What it means, right? Like, and people what's can the do the worst math. they'll say, give me the total price. Okay, you're going to give that anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So, those are the things when incentives like this come out and you really want to take advantage of it, you got you to gotta put some effort into it, right? I always look at it as this is a two, you know, this is incentives like this are 50 50, right? 50% of it is what we lay out in the boundaries, if you will, of the incentive, which I think are incredible. The other 50% comes down to the rep's ability to take that, adopt with it, and move with it. When I was in my, early in my sales careers, reps that just continued to seem to win, I always would think, you know, man, they, they kicked it into an extra gear. They must be really killing it. And really what it was, and here's another one for you, Nish, uh, and I've used this myself, where a rep once said to me, I said, hey, how come you're able to really take advantage of incentives whenever we have bonuses and things like that. And uh, he said to me, he goes, Richie, I learned two things when I was a kid from my mom. You never leave food on the table and you never leave money on the table. <laughs> and if there is an ability to get extra dollars for doing what it is that you do every single day, then why it. wouldn't you take advantage why of it? Why would you not? Why, why wouldn't you take you advantage not? of rebates and promos and incentives like this? Listen, totally with you on the salesperson piece. And, and if you think about like the decision maker or the owner or whoever it is that's, that's sitting at the dealer, like, you know, we know offering financing drives revenue, right? Yeah. So offer financing to drive revenue because to your point, it puts it in, in bite-sized pieces for your customers. So, so that's cool. Okay, great. If I offer financing, I can drive revenue. But then on top of that, it's, it's not just driving revenue. It's what's the behavior you want to drive a decision maker. Okay. I can use this incentive program to help drive the behavior that I want, which isn't just offering financing. It's also leading with regular financing, right? So if I right. lead with the regular financing or the rate buy down, uh, this is going to put more ballots in your pocket salesperson, which could lead to $15,000. And so now I've done two things. I'm, I've got them to buy into offering financing and I've got them to buy into leading with the regular financing. Right. And then on top of that, this is an incentive that costs you, the decision maker, nothing. 
it's it's a bonus. It's an, it, added, it's bonus, an added bonus. The we're bringing to the table right. that you can use. Like this is de- this is dedicated to you to try and like help you drive the behavior that you're trying to drive. Correct. Offer financing to drive more revenue. Lead with the regular financing or the rate buy down. And at the end of the day, that's going to mean more revenue for your organization and more sales for okay. your salesperson. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you can't it, argue there. Can't, can't argue, argue there. there. Can't argue there. You can't, you know what it is more so is you know, and, and Jake, what you apply there was common sense. Unfortunately, as wow. a wise man That's once said to me. That's not normal for me. It is. Well, I, you know, I was going to say something there, but I'll keep it to myself. There's another richism. Um, but, you know, as an old wise uh, leader of mine once said, is common sense sometimes isn't that common. Yeah. And we complicate things. And it's you're simple. touching on some fantastic things here, which is one, if you're going to do anything, it's worth doing well. When dollars like this are out there, again, I, I can't emphasize this enough to those listening, not just about the great Canadian dealer showdown, but any incentive you have, you got to map it out. What's your game plan? How are you going to introduce it? What is your company doing to support the initiatives and incentives you have? If it's financing we're talking about, is it part of your marketing strategy? Or are you familiar with the products or the financial products you have to offer? So you might be a company that just uses regular financing and that's fine. You know, it's fantastic. It's simple to understand. It, it's clean, if you will. But, you know, in order to maybe attract and get a close, what do most people do? They tend to say, all right, let me take, you know, I'll take $5,000 off the price or whatever. I'll take 10% off. And the challenge with that is you're giving away dollars. You're giving away revenue and margin. And I'm going to assume that most salespeople on this call are on some sort of variable compensation or commission compensation that is tethered to profitability, yeah. uh, margin, if you will, total ticket cost. So if you're racing to the bottom line item there, you're reducing, again, you're going against the point of financing, which actually allows you to increase the tickets. So what I challenge for everybody here who does leverage financing is know your products. Maybe, you know, it's called top-down selling. Some, most people listening to this are familiar with that in terms of you start with the Cadillac version of what it is you want and it's got all the bells and whistles and as a result, it's going to be the highest probably ticket item. And then you, you, you pare it down, right? So you go from your most expensive down to what the customer needs are based on your conversations. Financing can be done the same way. Mm-hmm. If you're leveraging deferrals, maybe start with regular financing. If your customer seems hesitant, then use a deferral product as to a close. way to close. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Tell you what, if we can close this in the next three days, I can offer you three, six, nine, twelve, what have you. Or with regular financing, if the interest rate seems to be a challenge for them, say, well, hey, tell you what, what I can do for the first two years or three years, or whatever it is you choose, I can actually buy down that interest rate and reduce your interest rate payments for the first couple of years, especially with some of the uncertainty out there starting to get you know noise. And again, think about that hook. That customer sees value in that, and now they're going to have more affordable payments for the next couple of years as we get over whatever may be coming from a, from an economy standpoint. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, you're already walking into that house, you're already walking into the home, like, and to your point, if you're using a top down selling approach, this is just an item that's more likely to get you one of those top products. Right. And you know, one thing I'll say to sales leaders who listen to this is don't assume 
your sales team knows. And, no. I, and I see this with no disrespect to any of the salespeople listening to this. I'm shocked at how many sales reps when I ask them questions or I do my monthly deep dives or follow up and I'll bring up some of the things, their response is, I didn't know we did that. Yeah, yeah. Or I didn't know we offered that. Or I didn't know or that I was missed an that option. Email. Right. That you or, sent, Rich. Or yeah. I missed that yeah. email. Or I wasn't listening at that call we yeah. had, that weekly huddle up call. Yeah. And for leaders- All the excuses. Think, all the excuses. We've heard them all. Right. So don't assume your team knows. Right. Um, I think the key is, you know, for for sales leaders, I think what you're saying is bring take the information, take an incentive program like the GCDS that is launched, you know, take that and sit down with your team and launch it to them. Yeah. They're getting emails. They see it. All that great stuff. But explain it to them. Right, right. Because this is to your point. What happens? Because it's is, a free program. Well, yeah, and like, I know take advantage I, of it. Well, listen, well, we all know what happened with this, right? A weaker sales leader uh, will do this, and incentive comes through. They'll forward the email along and go, FYI. Yeah, here uh, FYI, you go. Here you yeah. go. Just so you know, most sales reps don't actually learn by reading. We are no. visual <laughs> that individuals true. that need to see and talk, or be spoken out. to, or be spoken right. to. Absolutely. So to roll it out now, any, I got to imagine we have some incredible sales leaders that listen to this podcast. I just know we do. And that means they're probably either having weekly huddle ups, bi-weekly, monthly. I, I can't see a, a sales leader going any longer than, you know, maybe two weeks without talking to either the team Agreed. or every individual. I know every week I'm talking to my leaders, we're talking to our teams. And so Daily, Rich. Daily, on top of that. Uh, almost by the hour. My reps know who that is. So you, you got to break that apart in terms of how that means something to them, right? Because again, one, as we all talked about, it's going to help you drive sales. And two, don't you want your team winning potentially 15K or 3K or $1,000? Yeah. So you got to explain to them how these things can jump off the page. So, hey, folks, to help you out with the strategy, because we want to win and we want to drive financing, let's do a top-down approach. We're going to lead with a three-month deferral. We're going to lead with a rate buy-down of you know, 899 or 699 But you know what? We're, we'll have the whatever ability to works. Work, whatever works for whatever you. Whatever works. But talk about it with your team and create a game plan. Structure it well. I even take it a step back. Like, hey, let's focus on your sales number. How are we going to drive your sales number? We're going to drive your sales number by making sure that you're offering financing as part of your pitch. Oh, you, oh, you're like you're not bought. You're not fully bought into that. Well, I've got this extra thing, this other thing to help you get over that. Right. You know, to get over the hurdle of of you don't want to offer financing. I'm telling you, you know, you offering financing means that your bottom line is going to be bigger, right? And your so paycheck's going to be your bigger. paycheck's going to be bigger. I'm telling you that you don't believe me. Okay, well, here's something else that I'm going to add to sweeten the pot. Like you're already in there. If you offer this, you now have an opportunity to win 15k. Through our partner. That's right. Right. That's right. It's and, big. That's right. And it costs you nothing. So, I mean, I know I've said it once, but I'm saying like, listen, you know, your salesperson, if they're not fully grasping that financing is going to help them, or maybe they're just, you know, trigger shy and they're just not comfortable. Okay. Well, here's a way to push them to get comfortable. You know, our Jakey's all grown up. Listen to this. Just took a couple <laughs> of these podcasts. You're bang on, man. And taking that, that step back and explaining that to them. You know, what I hear a lot right now from companies and from dealers and from sales reps is, Hey, you know, things have slowed down. 
depending on the vertical and in and location and what have you. And then, you know, one is, you know, let's define slowdowns. Is slow down to what it was pre-pandemic stages? Was it slow down compared to what 2021 was, which was just an absolutely incredible year? But what you're going to have after what I assume everyone's had for the last year and a half, which is just hockey stick growth, you're now probably put in a position where maybe some quarters or months towards the end of the year, maybe early next year, may not be hit. And so part of your sales recovery plan, if you're a sales rep, and that's just fancy talk, folks, for how do I get my numbers going? Yeah. Is sitting down and looking at these things and looking at the tools you have provided to you, notwithstanding this incentive, but just financing in general, your marketing strategies in general, rebates that your manufacturers are providing or what have you, or whatever add-ons or value add that you can provide right now. Consumers are paying more now than ever due to supply chain and cost increases. They're paying more now than interest rates than they've ever paid in probably the last guy knows how many years here. So who's going to get the business are the individuals who sit down, look at their business and say, what other value add can we provide? Can you extend a warranty for another couple of months? Can you provide free maintenance for the first year? Can you provide financing plans? Can you do a post inspection and pre like all these things generally have value add items that cost you very little, but should be part of your sales recovery plan as you start seeing things slow down. And for those listening, Sales reps tend to have a really bad ability because we're built positive. We're positive people. Uh, we tend not to know when we're in a decline or we don't know when we're at rock bottom of a decline. Right. We, you know, and, and, and so for those listening, don't wait to the end of the quarter or the end of the month to find out you have a problem. You have early indicators that are telling you these things. So again, be sit proactive. down, look, be proactive, be proactive, look at those sales recovery plans, fine tune your presentation, really qualify. Look leads. at all the tools, like look at all your tools, right? like exactly. use all the tools, like looking is one thing, but start using some of the tools that you have. Exactly. Right. And, and most of the challenge why people tend to not look at their tools is because it's very fragmented. You have a whole bunch of things your company offers you as a sales professional to utilize, but sometimes they're not there readily available right. for you to grasp. Make it easy for it. Make it easy for yourself. No, just take, take a morning and jot down your value proposition and, and really make sure you know it better than you've ever known it before because it's it, you don't have time now going into this next couple of months or next couple of quarters to say hey let me get back to you no getting back to you means that person's already called three other dealers got three other quotes and they're ready to get that business yeah right so all right thanks for joining us today while we chatted about the great canadian dealer showdown gentlemen you guys are killing it as always we're now on tiktok under at simply group financial please follow us for more close the deal content we recently launched our very first industry specific marketing insights report it is jam-packed with information we provide information across seven different verticals these are digital marketing insights that will really help you understand what's happening in the digital landscape if you have any questions if you haven't seen it if you want to see it if you have questions about it i'm happy to jump on a call just uh, shoot me a note jwatson at snapfinancial.com if you've got any feedback or questions about today's episode future episodes whatever it might be same thing get in touch with me jwatson at snapfinancial.com gentlemen it's been a blast as always really appreciate it thank you thank you all right cheers everybody 